down in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Hello everyone and welcome. This is Karen Schoen. You are listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance, and that is GoFLCA with a huge focus on micro schools. What are they? An opportunity for you to get your child out of those public indoctrination clinics masquerading as public schools. And I will say this over and over again. If we would teach our children how to read, write, and do math, affirmative action would never have come into play. The problem is we're not teaching them anything that is relevant to what they will need for a future. And today our world is being run, our America, our government is being run by those who have gotten there through affirmative action. How's that working out for us, folks? It's not working out at all. These people have ideas that are so incredibly off the charts. I also believe, let's face it, this is a group that loves their drugs. And I believe a lot of these programs are written in drug-filled rooms where these people will talk for hours and hours and then come up with these grandiose plans that will go no place except to harm America. And they are on a crash course to harm America. We're very lucky today. Um, We have Claire Lopez, who is going to be joining me. Claire has done a tremendous amount of work on the child trafficking and our border issues as they are coming up with a new threat. Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know that you put your articles in new places all the time, so I'm going to let you tell everyone where they can find your terrific articles. Well, thank you, Karen. So good to be with you again. And um, I have written about uh, issues uh, related to our southern border with Mexico uh, frequently at defendtheborder.org, defendtheborder.org. And there I have written about things like the child trafficking that this Biden administration and uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas are facilitating, uh, permitting, allowing. Um, it, it's it's a horrific story. And um, I haven't had a chance to see the movie uh, Sound of Freedom that is uh, just coming out in the theaters uh, these past uh, days, last week or so. Um, but I understand that is all about this topic. Um, what I have written about um, at defendtheborder.org, for example, um, is um, a, a piece, for example, that that notes how the Biden administration uh, has decided, I think this was at the uh, end of May this year, 2023, to do away with, to to just stop 
uh, doing any DNA testing of children and purported family members at the border, a policy uh, that was implemented under the Trump administration because they knew full well that children were being used uh, and trafficked across that southern border, but used in some cases to uh, give the impression of a so-called family unit when it was nothing of the sort. Um, but now the Biden administration has just done away with that. So there's no more DNA testing of these purported family members, family units uh, at the border, and it's it's the children um, that are that are that are suffering because of it. Now, yes, um, women are trafficked as well, girls, women, um, and also uh, you you you've got young men uh, being brought across the border to uh, join cartel gangs inside the United States, MS-13, for example. Um, but but here, you know, the focus um, is is on the younger children, which is the most horrific part of it all. You know, they're so, trafficked into sex slavery, and they're also trafficked into um, illegal labor um, uh, situations where they're put to work illegally, underage, young, little children, in meat packing plants or packaging plants or what have you. So this is- uh, Let me, uh, Claire, could I stop you for a minute? Because what you're saying is so astounding. I have to wrap my head around it for a second. Yeah. You mean to tell me that children are coming across the border and our administration is just placing them with anybody who basically says, give me children? Yeah, and they're not saying you're part of the family or you're well, part of the what's, group. What's, what's happening, and, and this is a much bigger scheme than maybe folks realize, but it starts all the way down, for example, in Latin America, South America, Central America, where um, the United States Department of State and United States-based NGOs, non-governmental organizations, um, have a presence. And they're actively recruiting people, um, providing them with information, with maps, with credit cards, debit cards, um, and uh, all kinds of other assistance, clothing, shoes, backpacks, you name it, um, to encourage them to come on up uh, on the trek north, al norte, uh, to our uh, border with Mexico. Uh, the cartels, of course, have a role in this. The cartels charge each person, uh, woman, man, child, uh, that that is um, brought up to our border, uh, an amount of money, and and that's what those colored bracelets are that 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 are discarded all across our southern border. That um, Senator Ted Cruz, in one of the more recent hearings in the Senate, um, asked um, Director uh, Secretary uh, General, I, I should say, the uh, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, what those colored bracelets were, those colored bracelets, which he pretended not to know anything about. Of course, he knows perfectly well what they are. Are the cartels identifying um, colored bracelets to uh, show uh, how much that person owes to the cartel? And that debt is paid with sex slavery, illicit labor, gang membership uh, in the United States for each of those persons. That's what the bracelets are for. 
Of course, Mayorkas knows perfectly well what they are. He pretended not to in the hearing. But so the United States government is actively involved in aiding, abetting, encouraging, and funding that travel uh, north to our border. Uh, the NGOs are deeply involved as well, as I said, along the way, the cartels. And then at the border, uh, lack of the DNA testing now since the end of May 2023 uh, allows uh, groups who pretend, I mean, maybe some of them are genuine, pretend to be uh, family units, um, but they're trafficking the kids. Um, and then the kids are handed over to the NGOs often. So are other people coming through that border. I mean, it's men and women and young people and children as well, handed over uh, to NGOs like Catholic Charities and many others, most of them faith-based organizations. So we're we're giving these NGOs our tax dollars. Yes, we are. We are, this is US we are funding money. them. Yes, is what absolutely. you're saying. Yes, the, the right. Amer I'm giving money to an NGO to traffic a child. Is yes, what you're saying that's what's happening. And this then they disgusting. transport them by bus, by plane uh, throughout the United States, at least the lower 48, uh, all over the United States, um, where the kids are delivered uh, into the hands of cartels, gang members, um, illicit employers who uh, are engaged in using underage children for illicit labor purposes. Uh, none of that is checked anymore, of course, either. Um, so the NGOs don't care who comes to pick up the child. They're just giving the child. Well, yeah, because they Basically. get paid by the head, by the Department of State, our taxpayer dollars, for um, the resettlement, settlement, resettlement of, of these um, illegals and oftentimes underage children. Yes. Well, this is so much worse than anybody can even imagine. I cannot imagine this happening. And to think that the left is reporting on this as a hoax, it's a conspiracy, it doesn't exist, we're making it up, is horrific. When oh. you, I'm listening to you, who knows exactly what's going on, and I'm finding that my money is being used to do this. Let me recommend a couple of sources uh, where folks can go um, to look this up and, and uh, find corroboration. And I'll name two outstanding investigative reporters. One is Todd Bensman, who's a senior fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies. Um, but you can find him posting online as well. And the second one is investigative reporter Michael Yon, Y-O-N, who uh, posts often at his Twitter uh, site, which is Michael underscore underline Yon, Y-O-N, uh, jungle. And uh, you can find him posting videos and reports from many places around the world, actually, but uh, specifically also um, uh, on the uh, trek northward from South America through the Darien Gap into Central America on up to Mexico and our southern border. So that's Michael Yan, and that's Todd Bensman. Um, please look also um, at um, the defendtheborder.org website where we post many of these two, uh, their reporting, as well as others.
So they are actually there. They actually see this happening and they are reporting on it. Yes. This is yes. unbelievable to even think that we the people are such in the dark um, and not knowing what's going on so that when you talk about it, people believe that it's a conspiracy. Now, you wrote a, a great article for Newsmax um, and you talked about jungle tigers. What's a jungle tiger? Right. So um, this information comes to me uh, once again um, from these two intrepid um, uh, citizen uh, reporters, uh, particularly Michael Yon, um, who uh, recently has been down uh, at the area between South America and Central America and between Colombia at the northern top of South America and Panama, the southernmost of the Central American countries, is a place called the Darien Gap. The Darien Gap is a is a rugged uh, jungle, mountainous, rugged terrain place with, with uh, rivers flowing through it, dangerous place. Um, but he's been down there, Michael Yon has, and reporting from the Darien Gap and also from the other side of it, on the Panama side of it, um, where... Uh, people who've made it through the Darien Gap, and many die, by the way, trying to make that passage. But they're in a you know village on the Panama side. And not long ago, he reported not only that over time, not just he, but others have been seeing and noting large numbers of young uh, military age, um, you know, military bearing, physically fit, um, young, again, Chinese men coming through the Darien Gap on up into Panama. And he and the villagers there on the Panamanian side noticed that uh, these young Chinese men, uh, of course, like others, you know, happy that they'd made it through, they're tired, they're exhausted, they're hungry, they're thirsty. And what they've been doing uh, on the observation of Michael Yan and, and, and the villagers in Panama is uh, getting live chickens killing them, and drinking shots of their blood, chicken blood. Oh, my gosh. And, and then I guess they, they prepare the chickens and eat the chickens, too. But the point about it being this, this ritual, apparently, of, of I don't know, celebrating uh, their, their safe passage through the Darien Gap. So we didn't know what that was about. And uh, Michael Yan, uh, like me, uh, knows um, Li Mengyan, Dr. Li Mengyan, who uh, our, your listeners probably know, um, is a Chinese virologist expert, PhD, uh, MD, who escaped out of Hong Kong where she was working in a WHO lab on the campus of Hong Kong University. She escaped from there back in 2020. I got to know her shortly after that. Um, she has taught me so much since that time. And Michael Yan also knows her. So we asked her, what is this going on with the chicken blood thing? And she says, oh, that is a well-known training ritual of a special forces brigade of the Chinese People's Liberation Army. And that unit is colloquially known as the Jungle Tigers. They are special forces. Um, they uh, train in many different environments, mountainous, naval, but also jungle. And this is their training ritual. 
the drinking of chicken blood. So then these folks, these Chinese men, along with hundreds of other people, and Michael is sitting there in a cafe. Uh, you can see this on his Twitter feed, watching live time and 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 photographing, videotaping live time, um, as these Chinese men and so many others, night after night after night, hop onto chartered buses. The buses hold <laughs> maybe 40, 45 people. And he was sitting there one night we were on the phone together and he's counting them. There goes one, two, three. We were up to seven or eight buses just that one night loading from this Panamanian village on the Panama side of the Darien Gap and headed north. Now, I asked him who's paying for these buses and he didn't know, but I'm sure that he and Todd will both be looking into that. Uh, anyway, from, headed north, carrying them to our border and across. From what you're saying, I would imagine probably a large portion of it is coming from China. But what you're describing is that we are allowing special Chinese forces to come and settle in America. How on earth is that going to work out good for America? Well, it's not. Of course, it's not. Uh, Gordon Chang also has reported on this. You can uh, follow him both on his Twitter feed, social media, and also uh, at the Gatestone Institute, which has published some pieces by Gordon Chang about this exactly very recently. But yes, so what happens uh, is that, you know, the migrants, the illegals who want to be processed by CBP, Customs and Border Protection, they go through the ports of entry. They 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 turn themselves into CBP at the border, at the official por uh, port of entry, and they're just, you know, processed and waved on through. But they want to be processed. They want to be waved through. Now, the Chinese military-age men that we're talking about, who may be possibly Chinese PLA special forces jungle tigers, they're not going through the port of entry. You can be sure of that. So at some point, they are uh, separating themselves from the other flow of the illegals, and they are going through the places between ports of entry while our CBP agents are busy processing uh, changing diapers and handing out baby formula, if there is any. But these guys, for sure, are not going through the ports of entry. They're going between them while the agents are pulled off the line to do processing at the ports of entry. So they've come in unbeknownst, uh, undocumented, unseen perhaps even. Uh, and we can be sure that a bunch already are in the United States. Now, the questions we have are, are they linking up with others in the United States? Are they forming units, cells? Are they going to be uh, under the command and control of the new Chinese uh, joint military training operation being set up on the island of Cuba? Question mark. Hey, we have, <laughs> we really have a horrific group of people that are running this country and they are really totally destroying everything. Um, I wanted to ask you, right now we have a deficit in our military and here we have military age men coming in with a president who has sold America to China. And I mean, I can just see these 
people being told that if they join the American military, they'll get automatic citizenship or something like that. I can see these people becoming part of our military and well, then as america is a domestic not, not, terrorists not not the chinese no not the chinese illegals might try to do something like that but of course they'll have to be you know processed and indoctrinated with little colored flags and and uh, the right pronouns decide on their pronouns um and then try on their new you know red high heels and lipstick um but these chinese possibly special forces, military men, they're not going to do that. No. And that's why I'm asking the question about what they actually are doing in this country. Are they forming cell units? Are they under the command and control of Chinese on the island of Cuba? Are they doing pre-attack casing and surveillance? We don't know. Those are all questions. Well, when, when the- they're not going to join the U.S. military. No way, no how. No. No, well, at least we have that positive. <laughs> but I definitely can see the illegals becoming part of the military, becoming part of our police forces and having no problem turning their guns on we the people as our administration continually calls us domestic terrorists. So who are the real terrorists? I have no idea. But in a Chinese operation, when the Chinese send the people here, no matter who they are, aren't they still under the allegiance to the Chinese well, that's the whole point, Party? Isn't it? That's so the whole point, who's fooling right? who? Right. They're, they're PLA. If this is what we're looking at, they're People's Liberation Army military men. Uh, if this is what indeed we are looking at. Um, and the danger is that they are inside the country already, along with all the gang members, the MS-13, uh, the the traffickers, uh, the jihadis, who uh, likewise come through our border in between the ports of entry. They're not the ones going through ports of entry to be processed by CBP. No, they're the ones slipping through between ports of entry, unseen, unvetted, unknown, perhaps, while, again, CBP agents are busy processing at the ports of entry, called off the, the line, as it were, and leaving huge expanses of our southern border wide open. But, but that's the policy of the Biden administration. That's what they want to happen. So I... Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, which is horrific at its, I mean, it's even a horrific concept as to why a country would commit suicide like this, because I believe that's what we're doing. Um, and it, it's, it, it blows my mind to think that we are allowing this to happen. So my question is, where are the Republicans? Where are the GOP? Where are the Americans who love America and want to say no more, enough, we're not doing this anymore? Where are these people? Because I certainly don't hear them any place. Well, we certainly need them to step up to the plate, particularly in the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, uh, where, where, you know, on the Senate side, they do not control um, the uh, the leadership of, of the Senate. Uh, but there's not a peep out of them either. Uh, from, you know, Republican leader, minority leader uh, McConnell, um, 
or anybody else in leadership on that side of, of Congress, but even on the House side, um, with few exceptions, we don't see calls for immediate impeachment proceedings, except from people like a Marjorie Taylor Greene, who apparently just got booted off the House Freedom Caucus. So you're right, um, Karen, that, that you know, we don't see people uh, stepping up to uh, to take steps to stop this in any meaningful way, which must include the uh, process of looking into impeachment. I, absolutely. And the fact that they can't come together and impeach Mayorkas and the whole crowd. I mean, you, you could name a list. There's about 20 or 30 people that need to be gone immediately, be impeached and be actually more than impeached. I would charge them as traitors because well, that's see, I mean, what this they is are. the problem, right? That the House can only impeach, which is a political step, if you will. Right. And the only way to remove uh, someone uh, in 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 an office, a, you know, a government office, following impeachment would be a trial in the Senate, uh, which under Democrat control, we know, you know, they they wouldn't they wouldn't go along with that. They wouldn't do that. Um, but there are people who literally want to destroy this country, and they run the country now. They want our population to be not just diluted, uh, but 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 so overrun the name by the way of todd bensman's new book overrun overrun with those who do not share our values our principles our ideals our commitment and loyalty to the u.s constitution letting all of them in on purpose to destroy the very foundations of this country well that is that comes to me with a big question, says why, and let's talk about that in the second segment, because these people have an ulterior motive, and it's up to us to uncover it and see what it is. So, Claire, we'll see you in the second segment, and let's okay. find out if we can figure out why these people want to destroy America. Uh, it seems that they are on a crash course to do that, and they are doing everything possible to make sure that that happens. So don't go away, folks. We will be right back. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Folks, one of the reasons I believe that this is happening is because our education is so pathetic. And by pathetic, I mean we are not educating our children, and therefore our administration is not educated either. Oh, but they are educated. They're educated in communism. This is where we are headed now if we don't do something about it. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Save 20% by using promo code 
out loud at cofixrx.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, everyone. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Why would I name my show the Prism of America's Education? because everything that we do starts with an education. Whatever you base your choices on now are the things that you have experienced in your life. And when people are taught to hate, that's exactly what they do. And unfortunately, we have an administration, I believe, that hates America. We have people in this country that hate America, and yet nobody says to them, well, if you hate America, where would you like to go? That's so wonderful and so perfect. And they will never give you an answer because America is the best place in the world to be. The problem is not America and not Americans. The problem, I believe, is their education. Therefore, the prism of America's education. And I have a wonderful guest who has agreed to stay with me the second go round because my question is why? Why do these people want to kill the goose that laid the golden egg? Why do they want to take America out of being the top dog and turning it into being in last place? Claire, that's a big question, don't you think? It's a big question, but it's the right question to ask, Karen. I think you're exactly right to pose it. Um, the truth here, unfortunately, is that there are, I don't know how many, uh, but unfortunately, those who have seized control of the leadership of our institutions, okay? By institutions, I mean academia, some faith groups, um, the government at every level, 
you're talking about entertainment like Hollywood. You're talking about media, social media and other media. Um, and um, certainly elements of Wall Street, the companies and firms, public health, obviously, now, too. And these are people who have a view that America is uh, a force for ill in the world, not a force for good. And the reason you asked this question in your intro there, that they don't leave America and go someplace else, it's not just that there's no other place on the face of the earth that uh, it, it is anywhere near as, as wonderful as America. It's because they have a mission. And the mission is not to abandon America and go someplace else. It's to stay here and destroy it from within. That's why they don't go anywhere else. Say that your focus on education is the right one. Yes. I, I remember, go back and, and remember what Obama said. He is going to fundamentally transform America. And I remind everybody, what does it mean to transform something? You must destroy it first before you can bring back something new, because in your mind, everything that's old is horrible and uh, creates um, an unjust world and that there is no equity in this world and that everybody should have the same outcome, not the same opportunity. And this is what our children are being taught in school, which is why I believe that the um, Florida Citizens Alliance program on micro schools and any place that you can be to get your children out of these indoctrination clinics because they're not learning anything good, are they, Claire? Do you think there's some Chinese influence in our schools today? Well, what I can say is that in, in general, we're speaking about the United States government, you know, the Department of Education, um, academic system. Um, and we only have to look at test results, don't we? Test hmm. results uh, for various grade levels, fourth grade, eighth grade, you know, high school, 12th grade, uh, in, in subjects that are core and key and in, you know, the absolute important subjects uh, for, for uh, young students to, to master in order to be successful uh, in their lives, their careers, their jobs, their futures, uh, things like reading and writing and arithmetic and mathematics, uh, the basics, the absolute basics. And we look at these test scores and they're abysmal. And we can look at uh, the comparisons in these uh, these various, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the surveys of, of where America ranks on, on these test scores with other industrialized countries of the world. And we're talking about places uh, like Europe, especially um, the Scandinavian countries are standouts, but also other places around the world. Um, for instance, in, in East Asia, um, you know, South Koreans and Singaporeans and Japanese and so many others. And we are way down the list in every category of reading, of science, of mathematics, uh, when compared up against um, these other uh, students, these other countries uh, of, of the industrialized world. I mean, we're not talking about, um, you know, places that are still developing, let's say. We're talking about the industrialized world. And we are so far down the list 
you know, by by comparison, contrast to to these other students, it's shameful. And I think also that the wrong message was, of, of course, the wrong message was sent out. Uh, it was blamed on COVID. In honesty, COVID had nothing to do with the dumbing down of America. It comes straight out of the curricula. I remember when Common Core uh, was going to be put in place in 2010, and we fought it and fought it, and we were saying this curricula will make our children two years behind the rest of the world. And guess what, folks? It did exactly that. And then you learn that the goal and intent was to keep Americans two years behind, to put them at the bottom of the heap. Remember, Obama was leading from behind, and Biden has America last policy. So there's a reason for that. And that's the big question. Why? I think we have become a victim, unfortunately, of our own policy, because we allow so many people to take participate in the wonders of America, that we really don't have much of a mechanism when they do harm to America. And I think that's where we are right now. We have so many that hate America. Just listen to them. They are in our Congress. They are in our government. They are in our bureaucracy. And what they spew are words of hatred. They're not praising anything. They think that America, and it's amazing to me too, when you listen to uh, black people on the left talking about how oppressed, and then you turn around and you say, have you been oppressed? They were never oppressed. They followed the plan and look how successful they became. So they take all of the success, trash it, and then say everybody is not successful and everybody cannot be successful because America is not equitable. America does not treat their blacks. They still are segregated. They, we still oppress them. And then the rest listen. That's the sad part because the media is in bed. And that's what you said, Claire. It is, I believe, the media that is involved with the Chinese that are promoting a lot of this, um, a lot of this garbage. Because even look at the films today. You can't make a film unless the Chinese approve what the film is going to say. And when they don't like it, they'll censor it. So where did we learn to censor things in America? We learned to censor them from the Chinese. And I was astounded to find out that there are Confucius Institutes, and that's a Chinese group. They changed the name, though. But they're on our military bases? How does that work, Claire? <laughs> well, I will agree with you, certainly, Karen, that um, the, the penetration, the infiltration, the co-option of our academic uh, system goes way back. And I would... Uh, cite as I think I've I've done before on on your show, I would cite uh, the 1958 book called The Naked Communist, written by former FBI agent W. Cleon Skousen, and in particular draw attention to Chapter 13, which is called uh, The 45 Goals of Communism Today. Today meaning 1958 when the book was published, right? Uh, and among those uh, are many objectives that Skousen. Uh, gleaned from 
testimony of communists and former communists who were appearing in the 1950s before House and Senate committees, like Senator Joseph McCarthy's committee, like the House on Un-American Activities Committee. And he took from their testimony uh, the objectives of communism in America. And that's where those 45 goals come from. I'll mention to you number 17. That is the one that says, get control of the curriculum, get control of the teachers associations, get control of what the children are learning. I'm paraphrasing here just a bit of that number 17 objective. And that's been going on in our country now for at least 60 to 70 years, if not more. That's where the education comes from. That's where the communist uh, indoctrination comes from. Uh, and that's out of the Soviet Union. That's not even China. That's the Soviet Union um, that, that laid the foundation for that decades ago. Generations of students in public schools brought up with that education, that indoctrination, as you say. But I will say that more recently, Karen, during the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic, that is the China virus pandemic, the lockdowns uh, that were imposed uh, across this country uh, by petty dictators did horrible damage to our children and uh, their, their well-being, their education, certainly. And that lasted for at least two years, perhaps more. That was a devastating uh, blow uh, for those children's education, they may never be able to catch up. And where did that, where where did that policy come from, of of lockdown and wearing sixteen masks and, uh, you know, standing six feet apart from it? Where did that come from? That came directly from China by way of Americans, Americans like uh, Cliff Lane, the deputy or a a, a deputy of then. Um, uh, NIAID, National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease, that at that time, Anthony Fauci, early 2020, took a trip to China at Fauci's direction to find out what the Chinese were doing. He brought it back to the White House uh, Coronavirus Task Force. Oh, the Chinese are locking everybody down. They're welding them shut in their apartment buildings. If they go anywhere and even in their part, they wear 16 masks. We need to do this. And President Trump didn't know better. He's a businessman. He's not a virologist or epidemiologist. And he trusted these people whom he should not have trusted, like Fauci, like Burks and, and Cliff Lane. And they adopted the Chinese um, uh, formula for dealing with uh, the SARS-CoV-2. And that's where the lockdowns came from. That's where the destruction of our economy, the destruction of our educational system where that came from. It came directly from the Chinese Communist Party brought to America by Americans and then implemented across this country by Americans, petty dictators in governor's you know, offices and, and uh, mayors and city councils. That's where that came from. Yes. How, how sad this is. This is unbelievable. But folks, it's up to us. We have to do something about it. Nobody is going to come in and save us. The only saving grace is going to be us itself. And some of it we have to learn through history. 
My question always was, how did these communists get in Congress? There has to be a reason, because I remember um, with Clausen and in 1963, those goals were read into the congressional yeah. record. You can go and look that up online in the congressional record, if yeah, exactly. you don't believe. But, but, you know, who gets elected to Congress? These are graduates of, of the this, United exactly. States educational system generations on now. That's exactly. how they get elected. And the and people who vote for them, the same thing, products of that educational system that's been infiltrated and co-opted by communism and Marxism. That's where critical race theory comes from, taught to the, these kids. That's where it's taught to them to hate others who don't look like them. That's where it's taught to them to divide people by the color of their skin and to hate the others who don't look like them. That's where that comes from. It's pure communism, Marxism doctrine in our schools, generations. And they, the graduates, they go into Congress, they go into government, they turn around and themselves become teachers and professors of academia to perpetuate the, the, the cycle of indoctrination. Uh, they go into media and all those other institutions that we named before. Absolutely. And you should not think that this is one-sided, one-party only. This is a combination, the uniparty. This is the uh, group of people that feel that they are richer, smarter, and have stolen enough stuff so they should be in charge. And that's what they're trying to do. I did a little digging, and I found that Bill Clinton, in one of his parting gifts to America, say, uh, signed, I believe, an executive order. I'm trying to find the number, um, which said that it doesn't matter who you, what party you belong to. If you get elected to Congress, you can be in Congress. So therefore, the Communist Party entered into Congress. And then, well, no, had... actually, the Communist Party is not represented in Congress per se. But what happened? The Communists infiltrated the Democrat Party in particular, and there was something called the Democratic Socialists of America, a group to which any number of Democrat members of Congress, Senate, and House belong. That It is not the Communist Party per se that's in Congress. It is those who ascribe to that, learn that, ingested that ideology, and are now part of the Democratic Socialists of America uh, in, in Congress. Want to know more about that? Look up Trevor Loudon. Trevor Loudon, you can find him online at that name. Trevor Loudon from New Zealand, America now lives uh, in the United States uh, here with us now, but look up Trevor Loudon for that. Great idea. Thank you. And definitely we'll do that. And also, let's not forget Bush. What did he do? His executive order 12803 allowed foreign interests to purchase land in America. And well, now yes, that, that is, but, but has we precipitated. have to look at the, at, the, at the data, okay? Yes. The, the top 13 uh, foreign purchasers of land in America begin with the Netherlands, Italy, Great Britain, Canada. You know where China comes in? Probably last at the moment. Number 14. Okay. At the current time, the last I looked it up. So it's not the amount of land, you know, that, that you know, uh, enemies of this country may be purchasing. It's the location of that property that they're purchasing, I think, that is more important. And too often the Chinese are purchasing land all too close to military bases and installations uh, and, you know, places like 
you know, South Dakota, for example, Governor Christie Noem, they're on to that and they're they're putting a stop to it, but not every state has yet. And not every state, I think, understands. You did a great report a while ago, I remember, on our ports, which are no longer, many of them are no longer un- controlled or owned by Americans. They are owned well, by well, foreign interests. And this is our ports, folks. This is thing uh, container ships coming in from all over the world. So right. So it's checking. not the ports themselves that are owned by foreign powers. It's... Um, no, not always. In any case, we're, I think you might be talking about the um, the Gulf. The Gulf, yeah, Gulf Tainer. Gulf Tainer. Gulf Tainer. That's operation. what it was. I couldn't remember. And the what, name. what 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 they have done in a couple of places, in particular, um, in uh, Port Canaveral, Florida, for example, is to um, obtain a lease, not ownership, but a lease, long-term lease, on the container port facility. So no, they don't own the ports. But they are running elements of it, like the container uh, traffic uh, of of these ports. Out in Los Angeles, you have uh, Chinese um, operating, uh, you know, some of the uh, lots of the uh, machinery, the uh, the technology and the machinery for uh, port uh, loading, offloading of containers, for example. So it's not that foreign companies, countries, companies are owning our ports usually, but they are gaining. Uh, without the opposition of anybody in the U.S. Congress or or, or CFIUS, as it's called, uh, the Committee for uh, Investment in the United States that's supposed to look into these things and conduct national security uh, reviews of these kinds of leases or purchases, uh, but without opposition from them, are gaining uh, long-term leases for things like the container facilities at ports. And I'm sure that they have an incredible security system and they go through every container and see what's in it. <laughs> so they know exactly what's coming not, into not the country. Possible. Not even remotely possible. Millions and so. millions per day. So we have the situation on the southern border coupled with we have no idea what's coming into the country from our ports of entry we have no idea what's going on in this country at all, do we? Well, we certainly have big gaps in our national security awareness, I would say that. I think the gaps in national security will probably explode between now and the election because I I really don't see... Um, they're going to do everything possible to make sure that there is no election in 2024 because they're shaking in their shoes right now. And Biden is off in uh, never, never land, making a fool of himself. And Janet Yellen, what was that all about? Janet Yellen going to China, bowing to the Chinese. What That really made you feel right. wonderful. So, yeah. Proud to be an American, Janet. Yes. Yeah, so uh, she... Uh... Uh, had a visit over to uh, to Beijing uh, in just recent days. Um, she met with her Chinese counterpart, who is uh, the vice premier of China, He Li Feng. Also met with Premier uh, Li Qiang. Uh, also met with the governor of the Bank of China, uh, Pan Gansheng, and also with a number of American executives uh, who head up companies doing business in China. But that video of of uh, Janet yelling, just bowing like a little wind up toy uh, in, in, in front of her Chinese counterpart, that being the vice premier, 
uh, Haley Fang uh, was, it, you know, just went viral across the internet, right? Because it is so, so embarrassing it, uh, for, yes. for America. It, it is. I, I don't know who's worse, no matter who we send out. Well, again, I will go back to we are victims of affirmative action and we are being run by people who have gotten to their position because of affirmative action. And thank goodness, at least uh, the Supreme Court said no more to that. But again, folks, you have to be diligent because you can bet that it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. These people don't pay attention to laws. They don't pay attention to the Constitution. And they certainly could care less what we say. So we have to become noisier and noisier and noisier. What can people do, Claire? What would you suggest that we do? Well, absolutely listen to this radio show uh, with Karen Schoen um, and, and others like it. Uh, on the yes, American platform, for example, there are many good programs. Uh, listen, share, post them around, um, but also pay attention to what's going on at your local level. You know, can you do anything about uh, the National Security Council of the United States? No, we cannot. Uh, can you do anything about uh, necessarily the leadership in Congress? Uh, to, to some extent when elections come around. Okay, but pay attention, I'm saying, to the local level. You know, Karen's focus is, is about education. Pay attention at your local level uh, to your the elections uh, for your local school board. If you are not in agreement with the values and the principles that, that those uh, representatives at your local school board are espousing and, and in, indoctrinating our children with, then you have the right, the obligation, and the duty to do something about it, again, at the very local level. That goes for city council, too, or library board. You know, All of these things are at the very local level, but that's where the focus, uh, I think, really must begin certainly on up to, um, you know, state legislatures and the governor and so forth. That's important too. But but focus on the local level, I would say. Um, be active and involved in social media. Be on Twitter, on Facebook, on Tooth Social, on uh, 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 Telegram. I'm on all of those. You need to be on social media, time permitting. I know that's not always, uh, you know, uh, so easy to do. Uh, but if you're able to do that, um, keep up with things. And, um, you know, be active in your community, whatever faith community, perhaps, or uh, local patriotic group that you may have time uh, to be able to devote some time to do that at the local level, because this republic will be saved. Uh, we will get it back on track at the local level. Oh, I could not agree more. And folks, you can also vote and boycott with your wallet. Look at what we are doing to those woke corporations that are really anti-American. Uh, why would you want to spend your money on somebody who says, I hate you? Oh, well, here's my money. No, they're not going to love you if you give them your money. It's not going to make any difference. So we have that that we have to be involved with and also get to know your local uh, state representatives because in Florida, we are filled with rhinos. Everybody thinks Florida is so wonderful. Well, we're going to have to do a show on what's going on in Florida, which is a whole different thing. Claire, please tell everyone where they can find you. And I'd love you to come back again because this is a conversation that's not going away anytime soon. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me. And uh, please look for me in uh, places I've mentioned on social media. I'm at Twitter. I'm on Facebook. 
I'm on Truth Social at Claire Cho there. Uh, Lopez Liberty on Telegram. Uh, you can look for my articles. Uh, Karen mentioned uh, one of them from my Newsmax blog site, In Defense of Liberty. That one's called Newsmax. Um, and have a look at the Citizens Commission on National Security, the United West, uh, the Near East Center for Strategic Engagement. And I know that's overwhelmingly too much stuff, but pick and choose among that what your choice may be, and you can find me there. Yes. And folks, if you have a question, feel free to ask, because that's important also. We need to interact. I'm on a crash course, and I'm calling it Get Five. Every week, talk to five people. Tell them one thing. Did you see what's going on in France? You can talk to the person when you're standing online in the grocery store. The idea is to get their interest up. So your job for this week is to boycott something. Doesn't matter what it is. Just pick a woke corporation and say, I'm not buying your product anymore. And to talk to five people and have them understand. Did you see Biden and how embarrassing that was when he was out and about to the, uh, uh, I think he was in England at a NATO conference, how disgraceful that was. If we don't get that conversation going, nobody will pick it up. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you again next week. America, don't tread on me. I'm America. Yes, America.